Hours, Phoenix FM. So I'm joined on the phone by Charlotte Carpenter. Hello, Charlotte. How are you? Hi, hi. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Very well. Thanks for taking time out to chat to us. No problem. I love it. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, so the last time we spoke to you, uh, we, me and you were at Latitude Festival. Yes. Hanging out backstage uh, with booming sounds. But this time, what's the backdrop? Where are we? Uh, today, okay, so today I am in the town uh, that I live in. Um, I've popped off to, come to go to some shops, and now I've just found a nice quiet corner by a garden. A quiet corner by a garden. This town must be lovely. You don't get that around <laughs> it London. It is quite lovely. It is good, yeah. I, I thought, you know what, London's just not for me. I'm going to stick to the countryside. <laughs> don't blame you. Don't blame you. Don't get many of those quiet corners around here. Well, you do, but uh, you don't want to know what goes on down there. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we last spoke. You introduced your your current or your your previous single, as we we're about to explain. Uh, Follow you down uh, to us. We very much enjoyed it. Great stuff. Thank you very much for playing and getting behind it. Pleasure. It's good. It's good stuff. Have you enjoyed the release? Has it gone? Has it been crazy? Uh, yeah, it was. It was actually. Um, it was a last minute decision. So when I found out I was playing Latitude, I thought oh, no, I need to quickly release a song. So um, I went to the studio, kind of listened through all the different songs that we had and said, it's that one. Picked um, one from the back catalogue. Picked one from the catalogue, put that one out. Um, and it's been a really great, you know, I wrote it from a really personal place um, from losing my nan last year. And I was a little bit worried because it, it is extremely personal. And then I decided to kind of like sample nan into the song. So it's got this whole other personal dimension to it so I was a little bit wary about how people would take it but it actually went went really really well um it got picked up across loads of different BBC introducing channels and six music and stuff so um yeah I'm I'm really really grateful with how that turned out it's a beautiful song and it went global it went oh maybe yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> too much we listen to it now let's play it now to remind people yeah awesome this is follow you down You only get one trip around this sun Sometimes you can leave this place before
Charlotte Carpenter, hello. I've still got you on the phone, hello. haven't I? Yeah. Hello again, yes, I'm here. <laughs> still there. Uh, you've been on tour recently with uh, with Ralph Pellimounter. How was that? It was incredible. Um, I played in front of loads of different people. Um, I went from a European tour. I think I was out on my own for two weeks and then straight into the tour with him for another two weeks. Um, cool. And it was the biggest It was the biggest run that I'd ever done in, yeah. in one go. Uh, and I'm you know, totally grateful. It, it took ages and ages to, to get together. And then when I was halfway through it, I thought, no, this is totally worth all that hard work, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, but the run with Ralph was great. Uh, London was a really special show. I played at the Moth Club, which is this kind of like old working men's club. The um, famous Moth Club. Yeah, Pe- it was so cool. Uh, the last person I saw at the Moth Club, just to, just to say how famous it is, was Dave Grohl. No way. Dave Grohl and Rick Astley. I just went there and they were both on. They both turned up. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Such that a random amazing. night out. <laughs> it's a really cool venue, though. I love the foil and I love the booth. Yeah, oh yeah, it's proper cool, isn't it? A like little, little cagey bit where they do DJing. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I was all for it. So yeah, it was a super special tour. Um, I came off feeling really, really good about it and also exhausted. Yeah, I bet. Um, so four weeks in total <laughs> on the road. Four weeks in total, constantly. I think I might have had four days off in four weeks. Oh, God, blimey. Blimey, putting in the hours. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was good, though. It was really good. What did you do when you get back? After four weeks of touring, just I mean, crash. to be honest, I then went straight back to the coffee shop. Um, <laughs> so it was just ever since then, I haven't stopped. So I'm very much looking forward to Christmas. Yeah, winding down. Yes. So, speaking of Christmas, uh, here we have a, a new Christmas song to introduce. Mm-hmm, yes, we do. So, so what was this? Is this uh, was this looking back at, at the at the awesome year you've had, or uh, a chance to look ahead? What's what's the Christmas song all about? Well, this Christmas song uh, is very much a cathartic thing for me. Um, there is there's actually a massive link between this song and "Follow You Down," um, and you'll be able to hear it in in one of the lines. Um, but I was kind of sitting down on my sofa a Saturday morning only about four weeks ago and I was in a dressing gown I was super snug and but I was also a little bit reflective of the year gone by and was thinking about the passing of my nan and um kind of everything also that I've accomplished and that feeling of kind of a bittersweet taste in your mouth because behind every incredible thing I did there was always a little bit of pain because I was missing her so much um so I'm starting to I was kind of voicing that but then it actually turned into a love song um, because my partner, Carolina, she has just been relentlessly kind of holding my hand through my first massive experience of grief this year. And whilst I was sitting down in my miserable dressing gown, I was kind of thinking about that and thought, you know, there are so many people in this world that, that never give up on us. And uh, this song really is, is for them. Like a chance to uh, reflect on the ones you've still got with you, helping you through it. Yep, exactly, exactly. And I think we all have that one person, you know, like whatever we're going through. And um, yeah, this is just a moment to to thank my partner, just to be like, okay, this has been a tough one, but let's let's kind of walk away from this pain a little bit now and, and think more towards the lighter things in life for the new year. And 
yeah, just something, just something a little bit more uplifting. Nice, nice. So for Carolina, or, or was that? Is it, is it more for you for looking back at your year? And uh, uh, I, I would say this is for Carolina. Yeah. For Carolina, and what's it called? Introduce it for called, us, and we'll play it. Okay, so this is my uh, brand new Christmas song. We can definitely call it an unofficial Christmas song. I'm happy with that. Unofficial um, Christmas song. Yes, uh, this is called Another Year. Yeah. 
Zeit. So that was another year by Charlotte Carpenter. That was beautiful, Charlotte. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's your, your uh, what was it, unofficial Christmas song? <laughs> yes, it is. it is. I think everybody should stream it and download it and then just annoy Simon Cowell. You never know. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's probably better than if he's going to come out with, isn't it? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> better than Rage Against the Machine as well, which is the, uh, the usual trend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was a good year. that was a good year. Yeah, that's what it was at. Uh, so that was beautiful. Uh, I sort of picked up a little bit of a country kind of Nashville vibe to it. I don't know why. Is it Was that a... Yeah, um, I mean, I love country music. Um, I'm a really big fan of Americana as a genre, which kind of country sits a part of anyway. Um, I've been listening to, uh, when I was writing the song, I was listening to a lot of Amy Mann. I don't know if you're aware of Amy Mann. Amy Mann. Um, no. she's, she's incredible. She's actually specifically got a Christmas album. And when I knew I wanted to write a Christmas song, I, I kind of turned that record on and listened to that and kind of, kind of, saw where she was taking a Christmassy sound um, and you know she's in that world of Americana and she's she's one of the greats in that genre yeah. um, so there definitely is a feel of that there uh, not to mention that you know I've been obsessively listening to Casey Musgraves for about five years so, <laughs> so yeah Drawing definitely a bit. is a, a country feel coming in awesome so just go back you said you, you sat there in your uh, dressing gown and, and wanted to write a Christmas song did you write it literally in your dressing gown I did, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a morning to myself, which was quite rare, um, and I was in a pink fluffy dressing gown, chilling at home, <laughs> and um, the line, the first line in the song, um, "Oh, to another year passing me by," it just came out as soon as I picked up the guitar, and I thought, okay, we're onto something. So I just kind of focused, and then bashed this song out, and I literally was writing it around 10 a.m., and then by lunchtime, I was sending the demo off to my producer. Um, and nice. then that week we got in the studio and we finished it. I think we had it done and dusted in like 10 days. <laughs> that is incredible. The things you yeah. can achieve in a dressing gown on in the morning off. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know where I'd be without the power of a, a mobile phone and a MacBook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other laptops are available. Um, you bet, yes, they are. <laughs> but, but not as good. Uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> That's impressive. In one morning, I, tell, I need to take a morning off occasionally. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'll Not all that. songs happen that way, so it did make me think. Well, this one obviously needed needed to come out. Yeah, yeah, it came from a special place. So uh, we, we were just. Uh, I think last time we spoke, I, I said to you that your lyrics were quite inspiring and uh, the stuff people needed to connect to, needed to hear. Uh, speaking of inspiring, I hear you're going to be uh, inspiring uh, uh, new women in music pretty soon. A TED talk, is that right? Yes. Yes, that is very correct. Um, That's awesome. So I did the I did the TED talk on uh, the seventh of December. Oh, you done um, it! You done it on the seventh. Yes, yeah, I did it on the seventh, and uh, you know, like the whole build-up to that was just absolutely crazy. Um, I was nominated for it, which was a complete surprise. And when I heard them, I just thought, really? <laughs> um, a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> a TED talk. Uh, it's like a TEDx talk, but you know, it's the same the same brand. Um, and I just thought, okay, all right. And they obviously thought I had something to say. So then I just thought, okay, um, I have a lot of opinions. Um, <laughs> I'm a, like an independent musician. Uh, more importantly, I'm an independent female musician in music. And I thought, you know, there's some things that I think people need to hear um, because 
there are a lot of things that happen within the music industry, but also there's a lot of things that happen between women in the music industry that I feel like younger generations of women should hear so they don't fall into the same trap. So, yeah, and then I think there's a video coming out in the new year about it. Oh, awesome. Oh, they, oh, they recorded it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they filmed it. So it'll be coming out um, in uh, some point in the new year, I'm sure, but hopefully people hopefully people love it. Awesome. How do, how do you even start to write a TED Talk? I imagine, like, writing a song, if you can do that in the morning in your, in your PJs, uh, <laughs> where do I you mean, even begin? <laughs> do you know what? I think all I did was I, I actually wrote most of the TEDx talk um, every Wednesday in a pub. So um, nice, every, nice. every Wednesday, um, my partner would go to a pottery class and I thought, well, I've got some me time. So I went to my like favorite pub near home and um, got my laptop out and then just like see, see what happened. Um, so a lot of it was kind of like word vomit to begin with, just to, to air out uh, what I thought about being a woman in music and what's happened to me and what I feel like people should know. Yeah. So yeah, I just kind of let everything come out and then later on went back in found the golden points and started kind of moving things around and focusing it on on something in particular but it definitely wasn't easy and um i'm actually really surprised i've managed to memorize so many words oh yeah that of course. was my biggest fear see i'm just thinking about the writing element of it what do you even say you've got to get out there and you've got to remember it all that's uh... yeah 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 and that was, <laughs> that was terrifying well, I'm glad, I'm glad you did it. It's pretty awesome, and it's nice to know that all the most inspiring, brilliant ideas usually start in a pub. That's, uh... <laughs> yes, they do. All dressing gowns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Charlotte, thank you very much for chatting to us. No problem. It's been a pleasure. Awesome song. Good luck with it. We shall be playing it regularly, I'm sure, on Phoenix FM as an unofficial or official Christmas anthem. Wicked. Thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. All the rest of it. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for your support this year as well. Anytime. Absolute pleasure. See you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Phoenix 98FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.